الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والذين جاهدوا فينا لنهدي أنهم سبولنا سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المصلين الحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد there is two aspects to attention and in the previous gathering or I guess one of, now it's been about a couple of months now we talked about one aspect of attention and that was the having having the attention of others or of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon us and the second aspect is where our attention is directed so just to recap what we talked about last time that is that Human beings have a desire for attention, and we will either fill that desire, fulfill that desire through the attention of people or the attention of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we mentioned that the attention of people has the possibility of carrying harm, and the attention of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is inherently beneficial. Right? The intention of people can come with hasad, it can come with ayn, it can come with evil wishes, uh, it can come with something else. Right? And it's not fulfilling. Yet the attention of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is inherently beneficial for the believer. It's what allows the believer to achieve great successes in this world. So that's attention from the standpoint of, okay, you know, whose attention is upon me? Right? And obviously it's very applicable in today's day and age where everyone's seeking the attention of the rest of creation. Right? You want people to like you. You want people to follow you. You want people to, um, to give you a thumbs up. You want people to to look at you, right? This is just the way the world is running nowadays. And then there's this whole other aspect of attention, and that is where our attention is directed, right? So it's one thing is where it, what wh whose attention are we attracting? And number two, where is our attention directed toward? Or in which direction is our attention directed? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created our mind in such a way and created our hearts in such a way that it's difficult to share your attention amongst many different things, right? And everyone knows this, right? You, the mind has a very limited ability to focus its attention on something. If you're doing one, simplify things, right? If you just focus on one task, let's say you have an important, um, you have an important email to write, right? If you're constantly being bombarded or stimulated by some external stimulus, maybe a child, maybe a phone, maybe a parent, then it's very hard to get that one task done, right? Because your mind only has the ability to really focus on one, maybe two things at a time, right? This is why, uh, you know, uh, this is why there's such an increase in, in traffic accidents, right? And it's because the mind has the ability to focus on one thing. It's not that your eyes can't see a car coming from this side or a car coming, you know, halt stopping as a brake in front of you. Your, your eyes can see all of this thing, where right? the eyes have this very unique ability to capture everything that's essentially in front of you and towards the sides and even a little bit toward the back of you, the human eye at least. It's not an issue of vision, it's an issue of attention. It's that when your attention is placed on something else, such as if you're texting and you're driving, then that's when you have an accident. So the mind in general has created the brain in such a way that there's very limited ability for it to share its attention across multiple different things. And the heart is the same way in that it can only be pulled in uh, one or two directions, but not more than that. Right? It's, it doesn't have the ability to do more than that. It doesn't have the ability to do more than that. Now, 
When we think about our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we're traditionally told, especially as children, that look, when you're engaged in some act of worship, right, and some engaged in some act of ibadah, this is when your attention should be fully on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, and any other time, your attention can be in any which direction. And, you know, obviously there's some truth to that, right? It comes in the Quran, or you can say for salah, we know that when we are convert, engaged in salah, that we do our best to become like a, the, the khashi'een, those people that have khushur and khudu in their salah, who have this full and devoted attention. We know that. You know, Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran about other acts of ibadah. وَإِذَا قُرِئَ الْقُرْآنِ فَاسْتَمِعُوا لَهُ وَأَنْصِتُوا Right? وَأَنْصِتُوا لَهُ Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala says when the Quran is being recited, another act of worship. We know, we've been told that when the Quran is being recited, listen silently. وَاسْتَمِعُوا لَهُ وَأَنْصِتُوا Right? نَصَطَ Or أَنْصَطَ It means to to give your ear toward it. Right? Give, give your ear and remain silent. Just listen to the Quran. Right, it's uh, and uh, When it comes to tawbah, we know when it, when we commit when we make a major mistake or a major sin, everyone says, "Turn back to Allah." Turn back to Allah. Right? Allah Taala says in the Quran Himself, "Ya amanu tubu ilallah." All those of you who believe, tubu ilallah. Turn back to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Tawbah nasiha, a very focused, sincere tawbah to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. So we see, we see this concept and this notion of where should my attention be, but we've by and large associated it with or narrowed it down to simply when we're engaged in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But for the Salik who's striving in the path of Allah ta'ala, it is necessary that our attention be constantly on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is necessary that our attention be constantly on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not just in times of worship. And the... the the reference of this is in the Quran. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created, you know, as signs the heavens and the earth for al-bab for those people that are really striving and at the core. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes who those people are, the people that are really aiming and striving to please and be beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The first definition that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says of them is what? They are people who remember Allah, yani have their full attention on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, qiyaman wa ala junubihim while they're standing, while they are uh, sitting, and while they are on their sides. Meaning, in every possible posture you can find yourself in, meaning, at every given point in time, you are in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's remembrance. Or in other words, your attention should always be on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Your attention should always be on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if you look, you know, where we find ourselves today, what is the biggest roadblock to placing our attention on Allah? Right? What is the biggest roadblock to placing our attention on Allah? It is competition. It is other things that are from this world that are doing their best to attract their attention upon them. People, cultures, uh, the internet, devices. Everything is screaming, look at me, look at me, look at me. Or in other words, turn your attention toward me, turn your attention toward me, turn your attention toward me. But we know, we started off by saying that we have as human beings a very limited ability to direct our attention. The mind can focus on maybe two things, really one thing, but maybe two things at any given point in time. The heart, one. 
if the heart's attention is on three different, if, if the heart's attention can really only be on one thing, if the heart, if something is calling the heart, the heart will immediately capture onto that, and then that, and then that. Now think about it. Within an hour's worth of time, let's just say you're 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 at home or you're you're at work. Within an hour's worth of time, how many different things are seeking our attention? Right? How many different things are stimulating us and stroking us and say, hey, look toward me, look toward me, look toward me. It's a message from someone. It's a tweet from someone. It's a tap from someone. It's something or another is saying, look at me. I'm worthy of being looked at. Pay attention to me. I'm worthy of your attention. Right? Uh, 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 focus on me. I'm worthy of your focus. But for the Salik, there's no focus except in the direction of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There's nowhere for us to look or there's no attention for us to be placed. There's no area where our attention should be placed except in the direction of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when we, are try when, we are, when we are trying to focus our life, you can put it this way, and trying to attend to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then we have to be very mindful of all of the other things that are, that are trying to get our attention and all of the other things that are stimulating us in hopes of getting our attention. Right, because that's really what it is, right? What is it? You know, uh, you you go you go put on the news, and everything is it's every 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 um, article is saying, click me, click me, click me. Let me change the font and put it in this way. Let me use this word. Let me use this color. Let me put this picture so that you can click me. Right? It's it's something that's trying to capture our attention. Right? You are uh, on your phone, and you get this message, and you get this tweet, and you get this thing, and, th and everything is saying, I'm worthy of being looked at. Click me, click me, click me. Read what I have to say. Right? And I'm, I'm saying this, uh, you know, but really, there's, there's people behind this. Right? There's people that are designing all of this. They're, they're doing whatever they can to take your attention away. And for the believer, it's take our attention away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's a problem. That's a problem. Now, the reason it's a problem is because there's a deeper issue here, right? And this is, this is what I want to get at. There's a deeper issue, and it has to do with our iman. And that is, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Qur'an, أَلَيْسَ اللَّهُ بِكَافٍ abda That is it not that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is sufficient for His servant? Is it not that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is sufficient for His servant? Meaning, all of those other things that are trying to distract you or trying to pull you toward them, are they any greater than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Meaning, is there anything that they can do to fulfill you that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cannot provide you with? That's a big problem. To think that there are other things that can compete with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I mean, that's... Uh, it's not shirk in its in its literal sense, but it's a type of shirk, right? It's a type of it's a type of associating something with Allah or looking at something other than Allah Subhanahu wa Taala when Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has the full ability to fulfill us in every way, shape, and form. Like, what is there out there that could that is more worthy of our attention than Allah? Isn't Allah Subhanahu wa Taala sufficient for you? Right? Isn't Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sufficient for you? Like, for instance, if you think that you're, you know, you have some famous celebrity who, you know, has a billion dollars, and they're trying to garner your attention and say, look at me, look at my house, and follow me, and look at my lifestyle, and look at my clothes, and look at where I shop, and, and you're just constantly looking at them. I mean, at that point, we should think, subhanAllah, what about Allah who owns all the treasure of the world? 
right? He's the one who provided that person with wealth and all of the rest of the trillions of dollars that are available in the world. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's treasure is endless because this person's treasure is limited to this world, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's treasure extends into the akhirah where you won't even be able to count how, how much treasure he has. But look, when we're following this person thinking that, what we're basically saying is that, you know, the turning toward Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not good enough for me. Right? Well, you're following someone, let's say someone who has some, uh, uh, the ability to, to, uh, to sing, right? And that you, now your, your attention is on that person, you're following them and their lifestyle and what they're about and all of these details, right? But then we forget to think, isn't it Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that created that person and provided them with the voice and provided all of these other people with their voices and their beautiful voices? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who gave them life and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who gave me a voice and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the reason that there's even sound in the universe. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the, the reason that we're able to capture sound in the universe. Because if it wasn't for him, then my eardrums wouldn't function and my ear canal wouldn't function in order for me to be able to understand and hear this person or all of these people. So what we're basically saying is that this person's ability to produce sound is greater than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's ability to produce sound. This person's ability to accumulate wealth is greater than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's treasure. This person's ability to do X, Y, and Z is greater than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's ability, but that's a competition. And we don't ever want to, to compete with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Isn't it that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is sufficient? I mean, really, what else is there that we can look toward or turn toward that is greater than Allah? Or that is more worthy of our attention than Allah? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will fulfill us in every way, shape, and form. You know, if you think about it, right? Let's just say you have two hours to yourself, right? And you have nothing to do. You don't have any responsibilities, right? The vast majority of us are going to do what? we're going to start directing our attention toward the lives of other people. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go on the computer. We're going to go on our phone. We're going to do something. We're going to try to message someone. We're going to immediately turn our attention toward other people. Now, what did the Prophet Sallallahu do during this time? Right? You, we have many examples of the Prophet Sallallahu and how deep he would become engaged in worship. Right? So, and I want you to think about this. The Prophet Sallallahu would start praying at night. And he, uh, uh, let's take the companion of the Prophet Sallallahu You know, Aisha radiallahu anha would start praying at night. And her prayer would be so deep that her complaint would be that the night is too short. Had the, had the night been longer, I would have been able to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even longer. Meaning that my attention is on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala during these hours of the night. I wish I had more hours of the night so that I could turn my attention to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because my Allah suffices me in a way that no one else suffices me. There are many other things that she could have done at night. Right? She could have inter she could have threw a part she could have thrown parties. Right? She was a very popular person. She could have done many different things. But her night was for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We see this in the life of Umar radiallahu anhu. Right? We see this in the life of the Prophet Sallallahu meaning the Prophet Sallallahu would pray and he would be so deeply engaged in prayer at such depth that his feet would swell. Meaning that he didn't he even lost sense of his physical body, you can say. Now, he lost sense of his physical body because he was so fulfilled by Allah. Meaning his attention was by Allah, was toward Allah, and Allah Ta'ala was able to give him exactly what he had wanted. Meaning there was nothing else that human beings could provide for him. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala was giving him and giving him and giving him. If there was something else to look toward, or some other way to spend the night, the Prophet most certainly would have done it. But the point is that 
in the Prophet Sallallahu free time, he chose to direct his attention toward Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala because Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala was sufficient for him. And that should be our model as believers as well. That Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is sufficient for me. I don't really need to look anywhere else. Like if I have downtime, I should turn to Allah and I should communicate with Allah and I should interact with Allah. You know, if I want, if I have time to think, I should be thinking about Allah. If I have time to reflect, I should be reflecting upon Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala's greatness. He is so powerful. He is. He is. Uh, he's so encompassing that every human need is fulfilled, even the need of interaction and communication, and even the need of directing our attention. So we should really look into our own lives and, 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 and see what are those things that are taking away of our, our attention? What are those things that are trying to attract our attention? Because it is those things that are, are preventing us from directing our attention to Allah. That's the bottom line. right? In fact, and, and for most of us, the vast majority of us, it's going to be our devices. Right? I mean, it's, it, it, very, very, other, very, very few other things are taking our attention away in today's day and age. Very few other things are taking our attention right, away in today's day and age. And we should really sift through and see, like, wh what is it that I'm doing with my free time? Where is my attention directed? Where are my, where are my passions lying? Or is there something, I mean, do I think that I can get it somewhere else when I have Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And this is the, the irony or the tragedy of this all. It's that we believe in Allah. It's not like we don't believe in Allah. And so then, yes, we're going to be left to fulfill our time. You know, our attention has to, is going to be directed somewhere, so we might as well put it in, in 20 different directions, right? But we already believe in Allah, and we believe in the word of Allah and the Qur'an as the word of Allah. And we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that He's sufficient for us. So we already know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is worthy of our attention, and He can provide more for us through this attention than anyone else. And yet we still look in so many other ways. So we should try to sift through our... Um, our lives, right? And see, what are those things that are pulling my attention toward it, right? And, and we should cut them off, right? Because, you know, it's interesting. They, you know, nowadays there's a lot of studies and, you know, most of them are not very scientific, so I don't put much weight to them. But there's a lot of studies that are on, like, you know, put the phone away and see what happens for 30 days. And, you know, put your, if you got rid of your cell phone for 30 days, this is what would happen. Set two hours a day where you're fasting from your phone and see what, what evidence there is. So, Again, I mean, most of these are not, they're not really scientific studies, but so we won't, we'll only give it the credit that it deserves. But uh, more and more is coming out that suggests that um, over, the, the problem is overstimulation. The problem isn't distraction, the problem is overstimulation. Meaning, if you removed the stimulation from your life for periods of time or for an extended period of time, then as a result of it, you will be able to, you, you will unleash your full potential. You will unleash your full potential. You know, for instance, creativity. Creativity has gone down tremendously. Why? Because you're constantly bombarded and you're constantly stimulated. For creativity, your mind has to be able to wander in, in the right places, in the right direction. But as your mind is wandering, five minutes later, you get, you, you get something in your pocket saying, oh, look toward me. Then immediately your train of thought has now been cut off. You know, they say that it takes, you know, hours for something, for you to really come to a solution to something, right? But we don't have hours of time where we allow our mind to wander. But anyway, that's a, that's a separate discussion for a separate time. But for us as believers, we should really think about where our attention is directed. You know, if we direct our, direct our attention toward Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the issue of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala directing his attention upon us is solved. You turn to Allah and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala turns toward you. You run, you take, you walk toward Allah ta'ala and Allah ta'ala runs toward you. 
Right? You take one step toward Allah and Allah Ta'ala takes ten steps toward you. So imagine if you directed your attention even the slightest bit toward Allah, imagine the attention of Allah Ta'ala that would fall upon you. Now imagine if you devoted all of your attention toward Allah, imagine how Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala's attention would then, uh, uh, would then cause His mercy to shower upon you. So uh, this is uh, a deep issue that we really have to think about. Right? One is, just to, to, to wrap up from, from this whole discussion of attention from the prior talk, that is that we should be very mindful of attracting other people's attention. You know, it's always better to be private than to be public because publicity attracts unwanted attention and negative attention and the possibility of damage and harm that is physical, psychological, emotional, and spiritual. Whenever you become a public, whenever you open yourself up to the public, you can expect criticism that's going to affect you in multiple different ways. And if you don't realize it now, you will realize it, you know, over time. Uh, and the second is where we are directing our attention. And when we see that so many other things are desiring our attention, we should think that, you know what, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is sufficient for me. If I direct my attention toward Allah ta'ala, my entire life will be taken care of. All the problems in my life will be taken care of. All of the desires that I have in this world will be fulfilled my, with my direction turned toward Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because ultimately, فَسَيَكْفِيكَهُمْ Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala suffices us. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant you and add the tawfiq to appreciate uh, the uh, appreciate this understanding of attention. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, allow us to direct our attention toward Him both in terms of our acts of worship but also in terms of our daily activities. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to look in no other direction except in the direction of Him.